the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Praise the Lord and welcome to the program. So there, it's time for another edition of the Gypsy Christian Hour. We're a live program here in studio and we are ready to take your calls, pray for your prayer requests, answer questions. But before we do anything, of course, we want to pray and open this program in prayer that the Lord would be with us, that we would be with him and that the Holy Spirit would just take total control. So Father, we just come before you, Lord. Praying and seeking your will. Praying and seeking your presence. You said in your word that we could come to the throne of grace where we find help in the time of need. Lord, we come to that throne of grace confidently knowing, Father, that you hear our prayers and that you will accomplish your will. So, Holy Spirit, for this hour that we're together on the radio, I pray that you would just lead us, guide us, speak to us, and answer all of the prayers and questions and whatever happens tonight, Lord, I pray that you would receive glory, honor, and praise, that your people would be encouraged and lifted up and edified. And we pray all of this according to your purpose, your plan, and your will, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. We are a live program here in studio. And what we do here is we want to encourage you in prayer. We want to invite you to pray. We are. Uh, we want to be here to to serve God's people in prayer and in the Word. So, if you have a need tonight, if there's something you want to pray about, if there's something that you need the Lord to make a change in your life or in a loved one's life, if you're dealing with illness or or financial problems, if there's a spiritual issue in your life that you need help with that you need prayer for, well then, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. Really, call in tonight. Tonight is your, right now it's your opportunity. You know, maybe you were listening to the radio, going through the dials, and now you've tuned into this radio station. Well, there's such a thing as called the, the divine appointment. You, this time is for you. Whatever is going on in your life, maybe there's an addiction problem in your life. Maybe there's a, a problem with alcohol, drugs, gambling, pornography, whatever. If there's an addiction problem, something you can't kick on your own, you can't get rid of on your own, and you know you want to get rid of it. You know that God has a purpose and a plan in your life, and this addiction is, is holding you back. Well, call in tonight. The first, the first thing you should do is pray. Pray for help. And then we'll see where the Lord takes you from there. But call in tonight. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in. The number is 888 995 5552. That's 995-5552. You know, the Bible always encourages us to pray, and I always read a, 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 a scripture pertaining to prayer. But there's a lot of fear going on right now. You know, there's a, a fear about sending our kids back to school. There's a fear about going to the grocery store. There's a fear about getting out of the house. Well, the Bible tells us that that, that fear is not to be in our life. God has not given us a spirit of fear or timidity. 
The Bible tells us, be anxious for nothing. Philippians 5, I'm sorry, sorry. Philippians 4, I can't talk. Philippians 4, the 6th verse. The 4th chapter, the 6th verse. It says, be anxious for nothing. And that includes fear. Anxious is anxious is, a, is another word for fear. Being anxious, being uh, worried, being fearful. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Well, those are, those are some interesting ingredients here. Be anxious for nothing, but by prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Bring your requests unto God. And then he gives us the what's going to happen when you bring your requests unto God. If we bring our requests unto God, he says, the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Prayer works. God hears your prayers. So if you need prayer, if you need to be freed from fear, from anxiousness about anything, whatever's going on in your life, it says, be anxious for nothing. That means in everything. It says, but in everything, by prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. So whatever is going on in your life, whatever problem is, is lurking around in your, in your life, call in tonight and let's pray. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 nine nine five fifty five fifty two for the live on the air calls if you need prayer if you know somebody who needs prayer stand in the gap stand in the gap for a loved one if you know a situation a circumstance let's pray for that person that you know we're going to pray for some people in just a minute or two but if you want to stand in the gap for somebody if there's a situation a circumstance that you know about that needs prayer for somebody else be the vessel that God uses to pray for that person, to lift them up in prayer. Again, the number is 888-995-5552. What about your questions? Do you have any questions about the Bible? Do you have any questions about Christianity, about world religions, about the, about the cults, the occult? Whatever question is on your mind tonight, whatever you'd like an answer for, or something you'd like explained in Scripture, I invite you to call in. You know, we'll try and field whatever question is, is on your mind tonight. Whatever, you know, you want to talk about, whatever you want to ask about. You know, there's questions about uh, the vaccine. There's questions about things that are going on in the world, in our world today. So whatever question is on your mind tonight, whether it's Christianity, religion, uh, world religions, the cults, the occult, scripture, doctrine, theology, whatever, you know, we'll take a shot at it. The number is 888-995-5552. You know, I always tell people, I don't have all the answers. I don't. But most likely, the answer to your question is in the Bible. And we can look in God's Word for the answer to your question. So if you have a question tonight, call in. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Well, can you believe that this is church, I'm sorry, this is Palm Sunday. This is Palm Sunday. We're at the end of March already, the beginning of April. Yes, Easter, Palm Sunday came a little early this year, but this is Palm Sunday. This is the day that Jesus made his triumphal entry into Jerusalem, and it begins the Passion Week, the week before Jesus was crucified the week before he paid for our sins on the cross he died an incredibly painful death but then on the third day he was resurrected you know this friday is uh, uh good friday the day he was the day he was crucified and he was in the grave for three days but on sunday morning he was raised from the dead this is the most important, or the second most important day of, 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 of Christianity. And we begin to celebrate and remember what Christ did on Palm Sunday, 
his triumphal entry into Jerusalem, where people were throwing their, their, their cloaks on the, on the road and, and palm branches and singing Hosanna, Hosanna unto the Lord. Yes, we want the Lord to save us. But they didn't know he was going to save them through his death, burial, and resurrection. So let's celebrate. Let's celebrate Palm Sunday. If your church is having in-person services, I encourage you to be in church. Be there. Be a part of whatever your church is doing. However the church is celebrating and commemorating this time, be in service. And if you can't be in service, in person, for any reason, for whatever reason, there's always the uh, streaming churches, the churches that are streaming their services live on the Internet. And if you need help with that, go to kkla.com, and you'll see the live streaming church directory. I think that's what it's called. But there's a, a page on kkla.com that will give you all the links to different churches that are streaming their live services. So I encourage you, if you can't be in church for some reason, whether it's fear of coronavirus or your church isn't open yet, and we're going to pray for the churches that are reopening. We're going to pray that the churches reopen soon and that they open safely. But if your church is open and having live services, be there, whether it's in the, in the sanctuary or in the parking lot with a drive-thru or in a tent, whatever. Support your church. Be in your church. Be a part of what the Lord is doing in opening his churches, reopening his churches. And again, if you can't, well, we're here to help. KKLA has got the live streaming services, a directory with links for you to to use. So go to kkla.com and see what church, what time they're on in the morning and use that tool that we have here at KKLA. Okay, um, next thing is we're going to pray for some people that have asked for prayer. And personally, I know somebody back uh, back east who is still in the hospital because of coronavirus. Uh, really needs a miracle. He's still on a ventilator. We want to pray for Blancy Leo. We also want to pray for Mimi, for her health issues, and that she would be able to finish school and pass the bar. We also want to pray for Seth and for Valerie and Kylie. We want to pray for Jerry for salvation. Uh, like I said, we want to pray for church openings. Uh, that God would reopen the churches and that they would open safely. And we want to pray an end to coronavirus. Yes, I want to pray the blessing upon, God's blessing upon these vaccines, that uh, they would work in a way to give people safety and hope and and, and just uh, to be free from the fear and the cause of this virus. So, Father, we come before you, Lord praying and seeking and desiring your perfect will to be accomplished. I pray, Lord, that you heal Blancy. Raise him up, Lord, from that hospital bed. Raise him up from that ventilator and take him home to his family, Lord, that he would be, again, useful a useful servant unto you. Lord, I just pray for Blancy, for his family and all that. Lord, that you would bless him and heal him and take him home to his family. Lord, we pray for Mimi. Lord, that you would heal her, give her help, and give her the desire of her heart that she would be able to finish school, Lord, and pass all of her classes. Lord, I pray for Seth, for Valerie, for Kylie. I pray for Jerry, Lord, that you would save him, Father, that he would receive salvation. I pray for, 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 these, for these needs, for these desires. Lord, we pray for your church. I pray for the church of Christ, Lord. Lord, that the uh, it wouldn't just be buildings that are opening their doors, Lord, but there would be congregations are gathering to worship, praise you, Lord, to give you glory and honor. Lord, that your word would be proclaimed again, once again in the sanctuaries. Lord, that your word would be heard and that your people would be encouraged and strengthened. And Lord, I pray an end to coronavirus. I pray, Lord, that this would be uh, obliterated, that this would be completely taken out of the world, Lord, through the vaccine, and through herd immunity and through uh, antibodies and everything that you're doing, Lord, I pray, Father, 
your grace, your mercy for the world, for an end to this coronavirus. We pray all of this according to your desire, your purpose, your plan, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. My name is Sam, Sam Nicholas. I'm your host, and I'll be here live. We're here for the next 45 minutes. We're 15 minutes into the program already. But we'll be taking your calls for prayer, taking your calls for questions, for comments. You know, I I, I mentioned earlier Philippians, the fourth chapter, and the singular says, Be anxious for nothing. What's causing you to be anxious? What's worrying you? What are you fearful about? You know, that's something I'd like to talk about tonight. What are your fears? What are your worries? You know, and how can God give you the courage to face those fears, to put those worries away, and to trust in Him? So if you'd like to talk about that, or if you need prayer, if you have a question, call in. We've got two open lines right now. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. We've almost got a full board. So let's start going to our calls, and we're going to talk to Terry. Hi, Terry. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well, Terry. How are you doing? I'm doing a little better, but I need prayer. I did uh, some tests, and I'm asking for prayer that on Tuesday I get some good results. Um, My sister passed away from the COVID. Oh, I'm sorry Um, for your loss, Terry. January the 23rd, we just buried her. And I was uh, wearing some shoes. I'm now diabetic. I have lupus and everything. And so happened. I don't know what the world happened, but my foot swelled like if you zoo up a glove. And I couldn't walk for a whole week and a half. Mm-hmm. I I really don't know what happened. And I'm just asking for God to heal me. Amen. And get x-rays and everything to make sure that it's not uh, a clogged vein or I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of scary what happened to me. I just don't know what happened. Well, the Lord knows. Well, we don't know what happened. You don't know what happened, but the Lord knows what's going on. The Lord knows what happened, and he's the one who can heal you. He's the one who sustains you. You know, he has sustained you through lupus all these years, Terry, and I believe that that God has a, a purpose and a plan for you for your future. So let's pray. Father, we come before you, Lord. Again, seeking and desiring your will, your purpose, your plan for Terry. Lord, I pray that you sustain her, Lord, through whatever she's going through, Lord. Heal her, Lord, from the lupus, from the sugar diabetes, from the the, the, the ankle problem, Lord. I pray that on Tuesday, Father, that she would get the, uh, not the report of doctors, but the report of the Lord. Yes, whose report shall we receive? We shall receive the report of the Lord. And I pray, Father, that everything would go well, that she would get good results. Lord, that there would be an end to this problem with her ankle, a cure, a helping cure, a healing. Lord, through miraculous, through the miraculous work of your Holy Spirit, I pray that you would touch her and heal her from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord. Father, that everything would function normal in her body and that she would, Lord, that she would just enjoy the, 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 the health that comes through the healing of the Holy Spirit. So I just pray, Father, your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Sammy. Also, a little prayer for my husband. I know he's been in peace now. Well, fa- well, Lord, we just pray, Father, for Terry's husband. Lord, that you would sustain him, that you would protect him. Father, that you would have your perfect will accomplished in his life, that all would go according to your will, your purpose, and your plan for him, Father. I just pray, Lord, that whatever's going on in his life, Lord, that you would be at the center of his life, and that he would seek you and desire your will, Father, and he would look for you, search for you, because you said, Lord, if you search for me with all your heart, that I will be found of you, says the Lord. No one who ever searches for you doesn't find you, Lord. You make yourself available. So I pray, Lord, that Terry's husband would search for you, find you, and that you, Lord, would bless him in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, Sammy. Thank 
Thank you so much, Sammy. Have a good night and happy Easter. You Thank too, you Terry. God bless you, Terry. Let us know Thank how things go at the doctor, please. Oh, I will. I will. Okay. Thank you so much. God bless. Well, again, this is the Gypsy Christian Hour, and you can call in tonight for prayer. You can call in tonight for questions, for comments. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. You know, the, we hear a lot about the vaccine uh, for the coronavirus, the uh, Moderma, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, the AstraZeneca. There's four vaccines that are out now. What's your opinion? Have you taken the vaccine? Do you plan to get the vaccine? Are you against getting the vaccine? You know, people I talk to almost every day, you know, somebody will tell me that they're waiting to get it or they, they've gotten it or that they don't intend to get it. So what what, what do you say? What is, uh, what's your opinion on the vaccine? Number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. We're going back to the phone lines. And we're going to talk to Bud. Hi, Bud. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. I have no fears. Praise at least the not Lord. tonight. Oh, praise I the mean, Lord. Once in a while, once in a while, fear creeps in for a moment. But I love the Lord and have seen His work all my life. So, and it, you know, it's like almost impossible for me to fear anything. That's awesome. How much I love this guy, the Lord. I love God, and He's so with me. But I need some prayer at this moment. I disciple a young kid, and we have something we're building to glorify God. I'm a, I'm, I'm a writer, and he's a techie, mm-hmm. and he needs an algorithm that somebody else has, right? And has and won't give it to him, but he's thinking about it. This algorithm could change definitely change our lives i've never been into anything like this but this kid asked me personally tonight Mm -hmm. to pray to god that we get this algorithm because he truly believes and i kind of seen it work so i i think this might do something right like actually life-changing especially since i just came out of a this whole pandemic thing just threw out a lot i mean it threw me for a loop for sure but i'm not somebody's gonna moan because god just keeps constantly saving me from everything and Oh, and about that virus, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the vaccine. The vaccine. There is no way that those vaccines, like the the, Astra, um, the Pfizer, the Astra, those companies are so, like, globally gigantic that there's no way they're going to have a bad vaccine that's going to kill people. Uh, you know, their stock would plummet. I mean, if you really want to know, you know, it's like it's like no one's going to get food poisoning from McDonald's because they have shareholders all over the world. It really is that that you could just look at the money. Uh-huh. There, there's no way that's a good vaccine. Everybody should get it. I'm getting it, and that's the end of it. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, we've been. Fact, it's not like the polio days. You know, right? You know, there's a. The, and that's all I have to say. About yeah, that. there's a lot Sorry. of talk but about the vaccine, thing? but like you said, there's a, there's a lot of. There's a lot involved in the vaccines with these companies. Um, you know, I'm I'm not worried about taking the 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 vaccine. I've taken my first shot already. And I'm waiting to get the second sure. shot. You know, the second no the second dose. You know, what 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 concerns me a little bit is the stuff we don't know yet. There's so much you know that we don't know about the effects of coronavirus. Uh, you know about the vaccine you know how long does it last is it is it going to be good for life is it going to be something that we have to get a booster shot is it something that's going to be like the flu shots where you have to get it every year are there any side effects you know there's a lot of things that are unknown but like you said don't be fearful the lord is in control the lord is in charge he's gotten us this far yes, he'll get us the rest of the way absolutely and i truly believe that anybody that died of the coronavirus this last year which i think is probably Honestly, the numbers, less than half of what they say actually died from that virus. But, but, the, but the people that did die from that virus, if, there, if nobody ever mentioned this coronavirus, it would have been like a bad flu season, and people would have, the same amount of people probably would have died, but we wouldn't have heard the numbers on the radio mm. and seen it on the media, so it wouldn't have been any big deal. We've had 80 to 100 and 
30,000 people die from the flu in one year, and nobody's ever batted an eyelash at that. And I'm pretty sure that the numbers, I'm not going to get into it, but the numbers are probably a little more than that from the coronavirus, and they inflated them. I mean, a lot of hospitals have had everything from car accidents. Anybody who was, like, tested positive with the coronavirus that died yeah. from gunshot wounds, were, because they get $30,000 a patient. So a lot of these hospitals made, like, you know, millions of dollars off yeah. off. I just want well, to get into it, but there yeah. is a virus. You know, uh, it's just, it's a, they've been around forever, yeah. and we've been checking these viruses out. We have know everything about them. The coronavirus is old. This is nothing new. It's just a slight variation, so they could call it novel, and then they jumped on it well, as an opportunity to politicize and and scare the crap out of the whole world. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot, of things, a lot of things that we don't know will 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 eventually come out in the future. And, and we'll see. But right now we deal with oh, what we, we have will. to deal with. God will expose because Jesus, you know when he came? He came to expose Yes, sin. yes. Everything he was is... actually saying, he came to expose sin. Yeah. It was the showing of the sin before he took it upon himself. It was to expose it. Yeah. So he will expose all things. All things will, will come to light. Exactly what happened all things virus. will come to light. 100%. Well, let's pray. But let's pray. Father, we come before you, Lord. And I pray for Bud. And I pray for uh, the, the... And his kid, Nicholas. His the, name is Nicholas, yes, we and pray, he needs, Nicholas needs the algorithm. Well, Lord, we pray for Bud and for Nicholas, Lord, in their endeavor, Lord, to glorify you. I pray, Lord, that they would receive the algorithm that they need, Lord. Lord, what an amazing testimony this would be, Lord, that you would give unto them, Lord, the thing that they need, that they, that they would seek prayer, and through prayer receive the algorithm, Lord. Lord, it could be yes. all, it only could be yes. through you, Father. I pray that you would just reveal yourself in the blessing of this algorithm, Lord, and Lord, that, the, yes. every, that everything mm. that, they, that they desire to do to glorify you would come to fruition, Lord, and it would work out well, and that all would be blessed, Lord, through your grace and your mercy and your power and your will and your desire. Lord, have your way, Lord, in Bud's life and in Nicholas's life. Lord, and I pray that you would bless this person with the algorithm, Lord, and that that this person would uh, uh, give it to them according to your will. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you, Bud. Hallelujah. Mazel tov. God bless well, again, this is the Gypsy Christian Hour, and if you'd like to call in for prayer, it's 888-995-5552. Let's go back to the phone lines, and I think the name is Lattle or Latell. Hi, did I get your name right? Is it Lattle or Latell? Hello? Oh, I must not be saying the, the, the name right or something. Let's put this person back on hold. Uh, we'll go on hold. I don't know. Jerry, could you put this person on hold for me? There we go. Uh, JT, would you just go ahead and talk to them again and see if we can get a name right? Let's go back to the phone lines. We're going to talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Sam. How are, how's everything? Doing well, Eddie. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, I got a question. Um, I need a prayer to for my brother. Uh, he got the vaccine, uh-huh. uh, the Pfizer, uh-huh. and he got... Uh, body aches, he got chills, and he got a fever. Right. Well, so is that the after effects? Yeah, that's the side effects of the uh, of mostly all the, the the vaccines. When I got the first dose of Moderma, I got the chills, and I just felt really awful for a couple of days, uh, flu like uh, symptoms. But uh, yeah. I got it on a Friday, and but by Monday I was you know back to normal. Oh, okay. So uh, his name's Michael. Okay. Well, we'll pray for Michael. What was your question first? Oh, the question is, um, I have these women, these women friends that I've known for years. They uh-huh. say they're pastors, okay. but they've never been married, and they don't have a congregation. Now, are they pastors? Well, the <clears throat> the definition of a pastor would be somebody who ministers to a congregation. They usually have a church or a congregation, people that that uh, that look to them for leadership. Um, and, uh-huh. But I don't. I don't think the Bible uh, allows for women to be pastors. Uh, yeah. Paul definitely um, uh, does not allow a woman to take a leadership, a sole leadership role uh, in a church, or to be a pastor 
uh, or a, 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 an overseer or a bishop or anything like that. Uh, someone, yeah. you know, um, <clears throat> can a woman uh, pastor a church with her husband? I believe that's. I believe that that's allowable in scripture as long as she's not trying to take authority over her husband. The husband has to be the lead pastor, and she could be a helper to her to her husband and to the congregation. But I don't believe a woman can take a leadership role in the church. Now, does that mean a woman cannot minister? No. The Bible is, uh, is, is, is full of places where women have taken uh, major roles in, in, in accomplishing God's will. You have Miriam, uh-huh. uh, Moses' sister. You have Deborah, who was a judge of Israel. Yeah. You have Ruth. You have mm-hmm. Esther. You have these women mm-hmm. that, that, that made major differences and were used of God. So can God use women? Absolutely, 100%. Look at, look at the, predom- the predominance of women being used in the New Testament. Who were the first people to experience the resurrection of Jesus Christ? The women. You know, they witnessed Jesus. They witnessed the resurrection first. Uh, so much, you know. So, so I believe there's a place, uh, a prominent place, uh, prominent roles for women to play in God's kingdom in in the church. But the place of leadership is left for 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 a man, not because of uh, of who he is. It's just the the way God has has left things, the order of things. You know, God created uh-huh. man first, and then he created women second. You know, and I believe uh-huh. that as Christ is the head of the church, the man is uh-huh. the head of the house, and he is the, you know, he is under Christ in the church. You know, it's not an ontological issue. It's just an issue of role, what roles God has uh, determined uh, for men and for women in the church. And I don't believe pastorship is allowed for women according to Scripture. Now, there's people that will disagree yeah. with me, uh, especially uh, people like uh, um, uh, what's the, the uh, Foursquare Church. They allow for women pastors. Uh, there's other churches that do, but I don't believe it's biblical. Uh-huh. Now, how about, how about uh, people like Paula White? Paula White. I don't know that much about Paula White. I understand uh, she she's married to I forget his name, but uh, I know she has a ministry. Is it possible for women yeah. to have ministries? Sure, they can have ministries. There are a lot of women that have ministries, but they're under submission under the submission of the leadership of their husbands. Right now, how about if they're in a prayer ministry and uh, a pastor calls them up to pray for the congregation, and the wife takes over before the man can say anything? Is that biblical? Well, I, I, you know, that, that sounds like there's a deeper-rooted problem than just somebody ministering to, to, in the yeah. congregation. If the woman is taking the leadership role, uh, you know, from her husband, that's that's a problem. It's definitely a problem. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I left a, yeah. we left a church once because we saw the women were kind of, uh, how can I say it? Uh, they were... They were the the leadership of the church, but not openly. It was kind of a covert kind of thing, where the women in the church were, yeah. more, were more the leaders than the men. And we left the church. You know, it wasn't some place uh, where we could stay. But yeah. uh, but definitely, there are roles uh, for for women to play in the church. There are ministries that women are to have, uh, but I don't believe the, the place of leadership is there for for women. Yeah. and it's not because. Uh, of being a woman, it's not ontological. It's just the way the, mm. the the roles that God has left for for men and for women in the church. So let's pray for yeah. your let's pray for your brother. Let's pray for Michael. Father, we come before you, Lord, okay. and I'm praying for Eddie's brother, for Michael, Lord. Father, that you just continue to bless him, Lord, and that you heal him from the side effects of the of the of the vaccine, and that the vaccine, Lord, would work in his life and totally and completely protect him from Corona from the coronavirus, Lord. And I pray for everyone who gets this vaccine, Lord, whether it be the Moderma, the Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson, Lord, I pray that this would be a tool, an instrument that you use, Father, to rid the world of this terrible plague. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. Amen. Uh, one more. I wanted to um, have prayer for my uh, stimulus check to come in because it got mailed out Friday, and I wanted to know, you know, just pray that the Lord will oh, yes. on time. Lord, I pray for the for 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 Eddie to receive soon, Father, his stimulus check, and I pray, Lord, that that everyone receiving these checks, Lord, that that yeah. it would be that yeah. it would be a blessing, Lord, a help, yeah, Lord. Lord, and that there wouldn't be any frivolous use of these 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 stimulus checks, Lord. I've seen uh, things on the on t- television, Lord, where people will use the checks to go to Las Vegas or to buy lottery tickets, Lord. That is so yeah. silly and frivolous, Father. Yep. And so many, so many of us are paying our taxes, Lord, to provide. And Lord, this is a a, a, a debt on the country, Lord, that will be paid for for years and years and years. So I pray, Lord, that everyone receiving these checks would use them wisely. Yeah. And Lord, that there would be a yes, blessing Lord. in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, Sam. Thank you very much. God bless you. You too. God Bye. bless. Let's go back to the phone lines and let's talk to Aurora. Hi, Aurora. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi. Thank you for answering my phone call, Pastor. I want to tell you that I called you last week. To tell you, I wanted you to pray for my little grandson that he's two weeks old, mm-hmm. and he has an he has an operation in his heart last Sunday. His recuperation uh, a little by little, but I wanted for the full recuperation to pray for for him and for for my grandson, that is the father of the baby. And I want for them to have the reason for the doctors for everything because the operation was a very serious operation for the baby. He's only two weeks old. Mm-hmm. They operation him last Sunday. And also, Pastor, I want to tell you for my health, I have a very bad stomach and my, my lower back is killing me and I've been suffering with that. But I think my, my concern more is about the baby right now. But thank you, and also thank you, God, for all the the things they provided for them over in the hospital when they are in Fresno, California. So it's a big miracle for my, I want you to pray for yes, the healing of the little baby. Well, let's pray to right now. Full recovery. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Well, Lord, we thank you, Father, for Aurora's grandchild. We thank you, Lord, that everything went well in the surgery, Father, for this two-week-old baby. Lord, I pray for a total and complete recovery, Lord. Father, that everything would go well from this day forth, Father. Lord, that there would be only improvement day after day after day, Lord, that there would be improvement. Father, that this child would live a health, happy, healthy, normal life, Lord that this baby would grow in the grace and the knowledge of Jesus Christ, Father, and that he would have a relationship with you, Lord, and that you would use this testimony, Lord, for your kingdom, for your glory, Lord, that his father and his mother, Lord, would come to you in praise and worship, Lord, and thank you for this healing. Father, we thank you for everything that's going on with Aurora's grandson, that you would use this testimony, Lord, that you would use this healing for your glory, and I thank you in Jesus' name. I also pray for Aurora, Father, for her health, For whatever is ailing her, Lord, whatever is causing her pain or discomfort, Lord, I just pray, Lord, a total and complete healing from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord, that the touch of the Holy Spirit would be upon her, Lord, that you would anoint her with the oil of the Holy Spirit right now, Father, and heal her totally and completely. And we pray, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. Have a good night. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Well, I'd like to take a minute just to remind you that this is a listener-supported uh, program, and I'd like to thank everyone who's written, who's who's sent in donations. Uh, I re- we really appreciate hearing from you. It's an encouragement when you write to us, when you take the time to write a check or a money order to help us stay here at KKLA. You know, uh, we've been here since 1987, so this is what our our 34th year. This September, it'll be 34 years that we're here at KKLA, and we'd like to be here a while longer, serving you and serving the Lord, and just being a, a, a place of prayer and worship and uh, sharing God's Word. So if you are blessed by this program, and if you'd like to help us stay here at KKLA, I hope you'll pray for us first. 
Pray that the Lord use this program. Pray that the Lord continue to use this program and also help us financially to pay the bills here at KKLA. Uh, you can make a check or a money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour. That's the Gypsy Christian Hour uh, uh, or GCH Ministries, whichever works for you. It's the Gypsy Christian Hour Ministries. So you can make your check or money order out to Gypsy Christian Hour or GCH Ministries. And you can send that into P.O. Box 93917. That's P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. So I hope you'll take the time this week to pray for us and also to write to us. And whatever you send in, uh, small donation, big donation, whatever it is, whether it's $10, $100, $1,000, it all goes to keeping us here at KKLA. So I hope you'll do that this week. Uh, let's go back to our phone lines. But before we do, I'll give you the number. We've got about 20 minutes left on the program. The number is 888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you have a question, a comment, the number is 888-995-5552. Call in, ask for prayer, and see what God does. Let's go back to the phone lines and let's talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Tammy. How you doing? Happy Lord's Day. Well, I got some questions, and then I'll let you pray for me, okay? Well, I don't know. The, the church I go to, okay, my pastor says he believes in the five-fold ministry where ladies could be used of God. But after he's done with the service, he lets his wife close in service. But he's the head of, you know, he's a, he's authority in the church, you know. He's a pastor. But uh-huh. I don't know. Is that... Let me ask you, you think that's right when somebody lets their wife close the service? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, Jeremiah. If the if the, the, the lead if the if the, the husband is the lead pastor of the church, if he allows yes, his he wife is. if he allows his wife to uh to a close service, I don't think that's a problem. Well let me tell you another thing I wanted to ask you because you know more. He had open heart surgery, okay? I don't know, you know, when he wasn't, uh, his wife never preached, but he sent his daughter to preach. Now, I know, mm-hmm. like, if anybody's under, get on the pulpit, don't you got to be ordained to preach? I think you have to be ordained. No, you don't have to be ordained to preach. Uh, you have to be called uh, to be the pastor of the church. You know, the God, God has to call you. You know, I don't, I don't think anybody should be the pastor of a church unless they're called of the Lord, that the Lord is calling them to be the pastor of the church. And, uh, but I, I, you don't have to be ordained to preach, uh, to share. I know many people who have preached or uh, who preached in church or who, who have a preaching ministry who are not ordained ministers or not ordained pastors. Uh, it's usually... If there's a if somebody's the pastor of a church, they've been ordained or they've been prayed for or they've been anointed. So, if you're the pastor of a church, uh, the custom is to be ordained, but the, the but the necessity is to be called called by the Lord that the Lord would call you into that ministry because it's not an easy ministry. It's not something to be taken lightly. It's to be taken no, it's very not. seriously. That's it. You got it. You got to take care of it. Not American. Well. He, well, let me tell you, he couldn't preach because he was resting, but he sent his daughter to preach, and then she preached about communion. Uh-huh. And then in the church, sometimes, you know, there's uh, yeah. there's Gaijia who serves communion. Yeah. Well, the Gaijia okay? uh, are a little bit different, Katalihom. And within the Gaijia, yeah, with the Gaijia church, I think that's that's acceptable. And the Romania, it's not. It's it's not. It's just all because of no, custom. Because in the Romania, because of custom and because of tradition. Because of custom and tradition, but on the Gajikari Kangari, that's fine. Well, my pastor, he's an apostle. He got, uh, he got, he, uh, the Gajikari um, anointed him as an apostle. Yeah, well, well that's, that's something I don't agree with. I don't agree that the office of apostle is still extant. Uh, we well, had. The pastor to be apostle, like Paul. Yeah. You know, like Paul. Well, you know, it, it depends on what you mean by apostle. The word apostle just means sent out or sent one. Uh, you know, I don't believe that the office of the apostle is still exists in the sense of uh, Peter or Matthew or uh, the original uh, twelve apostles. I don't know. This is what he says. Okay, you know, there's the apostles. 
Yeah. Well, it depends on it depends on what you mean by what what you mean well, by. Well, the apostle means like this is what I mean. I think the apostle means he was anointed, and you know somebody anointed him that guy he, and then I think uh, I think the apostle is like the golden priest. Well, you need you, know, a, you, know, you need a better you need a you need to get a better definition from your pastor of what he means by apostle. Yeah, I'm gonna ask him that. That's, okay. Okay, then another thing. Then I got some testimonies, and I'll have you pray tonight. You know, the guy Joe was in line. And then, I don't know, he said I was in a hurry. And then after that, you know, he said, get whatever you want out of the store. You know, he bought me some habay, but I didn't need it, but he, the Lord blessed me. And then, you know, Sammy, uh, I got tested today, but I can't get into everything. You know, I, you know, the devil tried to use me to fall in temptation, but I didn't, I didn't give the devil what he wanted. I resist the temptation. So I wanted you to pray for me because I'm still looking to get married and uh, I'm having a hard time to find the right person uh, for me, uh, for my stimulus check to come from my mother's hand to heal. I'm going to get my SSI. And if you could ask the father, you know, to send my wife very soon because I'm very lonely. You know, I mean, I asked him today, you know, I asked him, you know, what's taking so long. But he said, you know, he said, you got to keep looking for her and doing it. Mm-hmm. He said, every, every, you know, there's a place and a time for everything, you know what I mean? So okay. if you could ask him, you know, to bring my wife and for God to bless us and for God to give us a place because we're going to be out by Monday. And that's it, Sam. God bless you well, and thank you very much. Well, Lord, pray we pray, Father, for Jeremiah, for his mom. Father, I pray healing upon his mother that her head would stop shaking and that everything would be okay, Mokodad. I pray for Jeremiah to receive his... Stimulus check is SSI, and I pray for her wife, Lord, that you would bring someone into his life, Father, according to your will, your plan, your purpose. I pray that they find a place, Lord. Lord, they need to be out of where they're at by Monday, but you provide where they're supposed to be, Lord. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you, Lord. Amen. Amen. And then one okay. more thing. I got a, another thing coming. That vaccine, I'm not going to take it okay. because it gives people bad, but I just want to tell people, if they believe in the Lord, they should trust God because it says in Psalms 91, them who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will bind by the shadow of the Almighty. Oh, and one more thing, Sammy, if you could pray for Israel, because, you know, the Bible says that, I feel, you know, we should pray for Israel. Well, Lord, we pray for the country of Israel, Lord, the nation, the people. I pray, Lord, your blessings upon them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. God bless, God bless you, Jeremiah. You, Sammy, and also, happy Palm Sunday, brother. Happy Palm Sunday. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to. Let's let's go to Joe. Hi, Joe. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Sammy. Hi, uh, Joe. Hi, hi. Um, the question I have um, is: Are you familiar with prayer labyrinth? A prayer labyrinth? Mm, no, I'm not familiar with prayer labyrinth. I thought a labyrinth was like a maze or a. Uh, something you have to try and get through or get out of. What is a yeah, prayer labyrinth? Enlighten me. I've been studying on it. Our church, um, one of our pastors, uh, she's been a pastor for a long time, and she's uh, moving on to Fuller Seminary. And so they kind of want to honor her, and she has a deep, deep love for prayer labyrinths, and she believes it helps her get closer to God. Well, what is a prayer and labyrinth? What is that? What's it the... is like a maze. You do walk, like, through this these different lines. I guess they paint them on the ground, and you want to walk, you want to work your way to the center because it makes you more centered in life, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, but it, it seems like an uh, an idol to me. It's it's. Um, yeah, I've never really, I, it, I've never heard of a prayer labyrinth, a f- actually physical labyrinth that you pray and walk through at the same time. I, I don't see anything like that in Scripture. Um, you know, the Lord tells us to pray. To and what is prayer? It's talking to God. It's seeking the Lord. And I think uh, yeah. you know if you make too much out of a out of anything, you know, prayer cloth, prayer labyrinth, or a, a, a place where you, if you, you have the only place you can pray is a certain place in your house, or you know, if you you, you make an idol out of these things, or uh, right. you put them above, you, you you're taking the emphasis off of 
prayer and talking to the Lord and seeking God's presence and you're putting it on the place or the thing, I don't know if that's a real healthy thing, but I don't I don't know enough about it to really comment on a prayer labyrinth. But I would be I would be hesitant. I would be you know interested to find out more about what a prayer labyrinth is, where it's, what its origins are, what it's used for, you know, what's behind it. You know, because the, yeah, the Bible I, just tells I, us to pray. I, <laughs> you know, the Bible know, tells us to know. pray and seek the Lord. Have your secret place in your, in your, you know, and I don't mean a specific secret. Get alone with the Lord. Get, you know, I have a place, you know, my wife and I, we have a certain place that we just seem to, this is our altar. This is where we pray. We don't have to be there to pray. But it just seems that this is where we like to pray, and this is where uh, we have uh, had encounters with the Lord. You know, that's fine, you know, but don't make that the big deal. You know, don't make, well, if I can't pray there, I can't pray. You know, you know pray that's in whatever right. circumstance, whatever situation you're in, wherever you are. You know, I pray in my car, you know, when I'm driving. <clears throat> I don't close my eyes, but I pray and I seek the Lord. You know, uh, there, you know, anytime that you need to pray, you pray and you ask the Lord. You don't have to use a prayer labyrinth. You don't have to have your altar. You don't have to have anything. You just need to be able to communicate with God. And that's what prayer is. You know, mostly. Amen. Yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a deacon. We're a Presbyterian church in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And, uh, I'm a deacon and, and tomorrow I'm going to, um, we're gathering and, there's a lot of people on the same page with me that, that they're saying that once they install this labyrinth, that the um, the pastor that is has such a deep love for it, and they want to put one on the campus uh-huh. um, and on her, that she's going to show us how to like the how the labyrinth works yeah. and how. She, and instruct us on how to get closer to Jesus with the mm. labyrinth. And that would be in Scripture. If Jesus thought we needed a labyrinth... Right, <laughs> right. I don't see it anywhere. You know, I don't see it anywhere in Scripture. And I would ask her, where did this originate from? Where did this idea come from? Why a labyrinth? You know. Well, she talks about a lot of the cathedrals in Europe have uh-huh. them. Um, and, and that's kind of from Orthodox and Catholic yeah. uh, uh, well, there's a red, well, there's kind of a red flag right there. Right. <laughs> okay. That's what I feel, too. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, well, hopefully everything will work out, Joe. Well, yeah. Can we pray real quick? Yes. That, that, that people will be enlightened yes. to see that we do not make anything right. of anything in heaven, anything on earth, anything under the sea. Right. And, oh, and Let's pray. Father, we come before you, Lord, not in a labyrinth, but in our prayer, we come to you in our desire, Lord, for your will. I pray for this church, Lord. I pray for the people of the church. I pray for the pastor of the church, Lord, that they wouldn't get involved in anything, yeah. Lord, that would lead them away from you, Father. Anything, anything, Lord, that, that isn't according to Scripture, Lord. Lord, we believe yeah. in sola scriptura, Lord, that the Scripture, the Word that you have left us, is our all-sufficient authority for life and rule and conduct. Lord, in prayer, in everything that we do, Lord, has to be done through your Word. So, Father, I pray... Yes, it's I, all in the blood. Yes, Lord, I pray, blood, Father, yeah. for Joe and for the congregation that they wouldn't be led in any direction that isn't according to your word and your purpose and your plan. So, Father, I pray, Lord, that the understanding of this labyrinth would come to to, to their minds, Lord, that they, would, that they would know where this is from. And, Father, if it isn't from you, I pray, Lord, that you wouldn't allow it to happen, that it wouldn't be a, a, a problem in the church, Father, but that you would use this, Lord, to bring enlightenment and to bring your word forth in jesus name amen amen thank you sammy you go have a good night you too god bless well, let's go back to the phone lines let's talk to jt hi jt you're on the gypsy christian hour hey thanks for having me how you doing sam doing well doing well how are you feeling good doing good jt thank you for asking well no that's good and uh, it's good to know um I know that I have some people that I know that um, took a shot and they had some reactions. Some people have allergies and other things. So it could be, um, my concern is uh, this Robert um, 
um, uh, uh, Redfield, say, official with the, uh, the, you know, the um, the CDC doctor. Yeah, yeah, and he did, and he came out and said some things, and they, his own organization got upset with him, but I think he was telling the truth. He said that they originally said we don't have to be six feet away. They right. Said six feet away, and then he, he said, well, it's actually three feet, and then they were talking about the, um, about the, um, you know, just some of the things pertaining to the virus, you know, the, uh, the vaccines and some other things. And so when, and then there was a little issue with the, um, the, um, uh, you know, the European and the EU, they dropped, they bungled uh, some things, and there was some controversy over that pertaining to the vaccines. And I'm just saying that when you have this kind of situation where there's, um, you know, you told one thing and then there's counter statements made, it right. tends to um, put down in the line of people they don't know what to believe. And that's the problem. I think this whole thing was politicized, and I, I don't, I don't want to see it get to the point where they're going to say, "Well, if you, uh, let's see, somebody has some um, allergies. I have allergies, for example, and I, uh, I react to some things, you know, where hives break out. When they say, "Well, you can't, you know, on an airplane, and you can't do this unless you take this," um, that's not the America we grew up in, and I right. don't want to see it come to that. I really don't. And I hope it doesn't come to that. And when they start acting like a bunch of dictators, you know, and I mean that. And I, I just, you know, I think this is. Uh, oh, and by the way, Redfield said that this whole thing. Um, Dr. Kelly Victory was pointing this out too. That this whole, and I, she has a lot of credibility. I like her. And um, the, 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 the virus didn't come from the the, um, the marketplace. It came no, it from came from the laboratory. Yeah, the they're finding out that. The more and more evidence is showing you came from the lab. JT, we're running out of time. I've got like no, three or four minutes left. So Let's pray that uh, our freedoms are not taken away. In the yes. And pray for the rapture. Amen. Father, we come before you, Lord. And we, I put all of these concerns before you, Lord. I pray for JT and his allergies, Lord, that if he gets the vaccine, Lord, that, it would, that there would be no adverse reactions, Lord, or anything. Mm-hmm but a, a useful tool, Lord, to protect us from this coronavirus. Lord, I pray that the truth would come out about coronavirus and that we would learn the truth where it came from, how, Lord, that all things that are hidden would come to the light, Lord, the light of Jesus Christ, Lord, that we would know uh, the side effects or the length of this vaccine and what's going on with it, Lord, that we would know all that we need to know, Lord, all that you reveal, Lord, that everything that was done in the dark would come out into the light, Lord. So I pray for, for our concerns and everything, Lord, that's going on with coronavirus. I pray for an end to it, Lord. I pray that our freedoms would not be taken away from us, Lord, that we would be able to move and function and do all the things that we have, uh, that, that we have uh, our inalienable rights that are God-given, that you've given us, Lord, that we would have those rights, that we would have those freedoms, Lord, that this country would stand for freedom, for liberty, Lord, for, for, for true justice, Lord. We pray, Lord, that these freedoms would not be taken away because they've been given by you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, my brother. I appreciate you praying as always. You know? God bless. Have a great day. Yes, God bless you. You too. You too, huh? Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Well, let's, well here's the thing. We are just about out of time for this edition of the Gypsy Christian Hour. I hope you'll take the time this weekend to remember the glorious meaning of Palm Sunday. I hope you'll go to the Bible and read about the triumphal entry. You know, the Jews were hoping and praying and waiting for a king. And their king came and they didn't recognize him. They didn't receive him. They 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 received him for a day but when he didn't do what they wanted him to do what they thought he would do you know they wanted an almighty king who would overthrow the government who would overthrow the roman uh, 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 government that was there uh, in in the country they wanted him to get rid of the romans but really what he wanted to get rid of was sin he wanted to get rid of our sin that we wouldn't have to suffer an eternity of separation from the lord from him Remember what this day means. This is Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem for an amazing week. 
a week that would bring hope to a helpless world. Remember that this this week leads to Good Friday, to his crucifixion, and then to his resurrection, which was for the world. Well, I hope you'll take time to remember that and be in prayer this week. Seek the Lord this week. And be with us next week. Well, hopefully we'll be here next Saturday night at midnight. Gentlemen, God bless you. Good night and happy Palm Sunday.